0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Lola Pops Off About Dramas with your host, Lola. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to another episode. And as you can see by today's title, I will be introducing you to the renaming, rebranding of my first impressions episodes. And this one is going to be called Let's See What's Up. Let's see what's up. That's where we're going to go with our kind of initial thoughts. I'm going to take a second and go over the first couple episodes of dramas and just give you my, you know, initial thoughts and things that I thought immediately after finishing a couple episodes. And then we're just going to see what's up. What's going on in this drama? What's up in this drama? That's what these episodes will be. So let's see what's up with Crash Course in Romance. And Strangers Again, or Can We Be Strangers? I know it has two different titles. So that is going to be the two dramas that we'll be discussing for today's Let's See What's Up episode. So... To get started, I'm going to go ahead and kind of focus on one at a time and kind of give you a quick kind of recap of what this drama is even about, and then go into my initial thoughts about the drama. For um, the first one that we're going to do, I'm going to do Crash Course in Romance because I've actually completed four episodes of this one, so it's still going to be initial thoughts after finishing these kind of first um, few episodes, and I really have a kind of good Um, stake on where I feel uh, with Crash Course, so I definitely want to talk about that. And then I'll move on to Strangers again and that way. And I only have two episodes for that. So I'll talk about my very um, kind of initial thoughts after finishing those first two episodes. So let's go ahead and get started. So Crash Course and Romance. Let me give you a quick little a kind of synopsis of what this drama is even about. So we have Nam Heng Sun, played by John do And she used to be a national athlete who unfortunately had to retire early because she was all of a sudden in placed in the position to be a mother to her niece who her um, sister abandoned um, on her front doorstep with her mother and then her mother ends up tragically passing away so she is left with the responsibility of being the breadwinner for her now daughter, a very young girl, a very young um, child and um, her brother and After putting all of her life and energy into her raising this daughter and raising a very successful side dish store or a banchan store, she has still maintained this super upbeat, positive personality. She seems to be um, still running off of the energy of being an athlete, <laughs> the way that she kind of runs her store, kind of just goes through life. She, um, it can be quite strict at times or kind of um, very, um, Feisty with needing to and needing to be, so that's another part of her personality. But overall, she is all about making sure her her store is running successfully and smoothly. So she is wonderful with her customers and her neighbor and, and those in her neighborhood. So it's a beautiful setup to this spunky woman who has done nothing but devote herself to her store and her family now. When we meet her, we also meet her and her teenage, now teenage daughter, Nam hei And hei is preparing for university entrance exams. And because she's doing that, you know, grades, Testing is very important at this time, and throughout the entire um, her entire education, she's been doing it without any private tutors or any um, hagwans or anything like that. She's been doing it all on her own. But now, at this point, where she's so close to getting, you know, really prepared for going off to college, she is struggling in one subject, and that is math. And she's just like, I'm doing all that I can. I think I've hit my limit with all that I can provide myself to do well in this in this subject. So she ends up approaching her mother um, and asking, "Hey, son, can you please enroll me into this hagwon?" And the hagwon that she wants to be enrolled in is specifically for this teacher chi Yol, and he is played by Jung Kyung Ho, who I absolutely adore. Um, and his character um, Chi Yol is this popular instructor at the hagwon, um, and. It's very difficult to get a spot in his class so much so that parents and mothers line up (laughs) way 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 early to get a ticket to get their child a seat in the class for that day and they do that almost every single day so that they can always guarantee their child has a seat. And that's how popular he is. But he is also a superstar. He's a rock star. He does his job so well. He likes to be very showy at times when teaching, but you can tell he loves teaching. He loves math. He loves what he does. But to the detriment of himself as well. He's also so tied into work and his time being spent on work that he barely has time to eat or he isn't, actually able to eat at times we do find out that he sees a therapist regarding this kind of disorder where he has a hard time keeping food down and the the therapist is letting him know that she believes that is psychological he's associating something with that it could just be stress and things like you know just all kinds of other things that's leading him not to be able to keep down his food he he i mean he, you know, he does look like he's not eating a lot of food. And that is something that, you know, no one really knows about him because when you see him, the way he presents himself in class and things like that, he is uh, just rock star. He, he's super full of life, everything you can tell. He just loves what he does. But then behind the scenes, he's quite um, overly sensitive. He's kind of indifferent to people. You know, he just kind of can take him or leave him. He's a little... Um, He's, he yeah, he's overly sensitive. Like you can tell he just is like he, at any moment he's ready to kind of like flip out. <laughs> but that's just not how he presents himself when he's actually teaching. And that I think is tied to some other trauma that he's experienced that we haven't seen in the kind of first four episodes yet. We haven't seen the extent of it. Um, but there's a lot that's troubling him and that we can see is tied to his inability to to keep down food to even, you know, to eat. However, he ends up eating from Sung's Banchan restaurant at our store, and he loves it. It's the only thing he can keep down. It's the only thing that he can eat. And because of that, he becomes slightly obsessed with the store and in process of being obsessed with the store he has kind of these run-ins with Hei-sun that aren't the best so we have this kind of hate relationship that and it's fun (laughs) it's funny to watch and then from there they get tied together because her daughter Hei wants a spot in his class so then Hei-sun becomes a mother of a child who is in his class so they kind of get you know, connected in these multiple different ways. And you can see that this is the start of a relationship that's not going to stay at hate. It's actually going to start to turn to something else. And that's kind of the setup of Crash Course in Romance. Now, let me get into my initial thoughts. And with these, I'm just going to shout out at you what I was thinking as I was going through each episode in a way. So I started off with the first half of the episode one, a little bored, I'm not gonna lie. There was something where I was just like, hmm, is this enough for me to stick around? And that's always what I'm thinking when I'm you know, starting a drama. is kind of like, do they have enough set up here that makes me want to come back for more, right? So in the first half of that first episode, I was like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but then by the end of episode one, I had saw the, the kind of, Layout that they are blueprint of the characters, Hayson and Um, Chiyol and I got interested. I think I got more interested in Chiyol because he has this past that we aren't sure about and I don't know what happened. Um, He literally has these kind of visions of this girl I think that he used to teach and he sees her sometimes and he has a hard time sleeping on his bed. He sleeps on his floor. You know, he just has all these different things that are just kind of going wrong with him. However, he's still this amazing teacher and he's really, really good at his job and everyone who's, you know, it's in his class and all the parents think he's magnificent and wonderful, but we get to see that he's not um, at all. So I kind of got really, really interested in that by the end of episode one. And then in episode two, I think what stood out to me most was um sun I started to really enjoy her running her an store, but then I also started to enjoy her getting really, really invested in her daughter's education because she said that, herself multiple times that this is just nothing, something she never really kind of, not that she didn't care about, but she doesn't have the kind of extra energy to, to kind of put extra into her daughter's education. She kind of just trusted her going to school and her daughter was getting good grades and she just kind of let that be the, the way of the land. But then now that her daughter requested actual additional support with her studying, this was something new to her, and she gets involved more with the the mothers who come to visit her store um, all the time, talking about their their private educations and what they're doing and and taking these you know their daughters and their sons are taking these classes and things like that. So she gets involved in that community more, but she's also really really excited and proud of her daughter, and she starts to kind of look at it as this, as an athlete would, like this is something. That she she gets up early every morning to run to get in line for her daughter to get a seat in the class and then she you know opens her store and does that and then she waits patiently or impatiently for news of her daughter getting into this program you know so she gets really really into it and really really excited about it and I kind of like seeing that as well um, but the thing that they also set up about Heysan is that this has been her life you know her life has been raising her daughter, who was not originally her daughter, um, and her brother, take care of her brother, and and kind of raising this store to be what it is today, because it's a very successful um, banchan store at that, and and it's just like you can tell this 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 woman has dedicated her life to all these other things that not necessarily um, kind of focus in her and kind of her inner self and what can ha- make her happy just as an individual even though I think she really does and love the things that she does but I I like that we are seeing this very upbeat positive person really excited to do something for her daughter that she hasn't done before um, enjoying her store and even feeding Chiyo at one point she starts you know he really relies on her store he loves her her, her, he loves her story loves her food um, so I and I like that she' she's in kind of really into feeding him in a way because she she's like he's always here but I, I love that and so I really start to like her character more and um, episode two and then episode three I for sure I for sure was like I'm starting to see these two now I'm trying to see these two and then originally I don't think I was seeing it that much even though they kind of had this kind of miscommunication and she was kind of like thinking he might be trying to ask her out but she wasn't sure and that kind of made her view herself a little differently and and I I kind of liked her thinking like that and I was excited that she was starting to think down that world but their relationship was so you know button heads that you couldn't really see like where are we going to go with this but in episode three I definitely started to see um the kind of cuteness that could be their relationship. So then I was excited. I was like okay, we're getting there. We're getting somewhere. I'm liking this. I'm liking the romance. We're setting things up. So definitely was um, the next thing that I was ready and enjoying in episode three. Now episode four was kind of took me for a spin. Took me for a little a little ride. I was like whoa whoa, 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 whoa where are we going now? Because mind you, these first three episodes I was focused on Hey Son and um, Chiyol and kind of just their dynamic, but then I think in episode four I really started to see not a shift, but this kind of um, this light being shined on the the teenagers in school, in high school, and going to this you know um, hagwon. I'm starting you start to see a little bit more on them and the light being pushed on them, and obviously their parents or their mothers, but mostly on them and their relationships and. I was like, okay, I'm liking this. And that was exciting because it kind of gave you some more characters to kind of care about. And they did that really well. They're setting that up very well. There are characters there that I really do care about. I do care about um, Nam Hagi and her kind of situation with one of the boys from school, you know, maybe two boys from the school. And so just, I was like, okay, I'm liking this. I'm liking this. So... Definitely a little switch, a little turn um, in episode four. Another little sharp turn (laughs) in episode four, which originally was kind of highlighted in the beginning of episode one, but I wasn't sure what was going on when they showed a quick glimpse into this. By the episode four, we see exactly what it was. And it's one of the young boys, one of their classmates ending up dying. And that was not what I was expecting at all in episode four, especially. I was like, whoa, where where are we going with this story? So uh, it was pretty light up until episode four. There was some funny um kind of comedic moments with our, our leads. And there was nothing but wholesomeness and sweetness with um, Suns and her family and just cuteness and her best friend. You know, I was enjoying a lot of the lightheartedness Really, really into it. Even the the kind of competition that is getting into his class, you know, that didn't wasn't too heavy handed, and it was pretty light hearted and kind of fun. Watching her run to get into line every day, and each day she get you know better and better at getting into the line earlier, you know, things like that. So when we get to episode four and we, are, you know, are killing a, a a child, you know, a young boy, I was like, what? <laughs> Not expecting that. Um, again, I, they gave you a little bit of glimpse in, it in episode one. I do know that, but I was not expecting it to. I, I don't know what I would thought that was going to lead to, and so I was a little taken aback. I was a little taken aback by the end of episode four. But even with saying all of that, I have to say I'm actually quite excited for this drama. I think I like everything that they set up in these first four episodes be it our two main characters Hei Sun and Chiyul. I like them both. I am interested to see their stories individually but I'm also then interested to see them forming a romantic relationship. Super excited about seeing that. I think it's going to be a very cute one. I wonder what else it's going to give. So that's another reason why I'm sticking around. I want to see what else Their chemistry kind of gives us. So definitely looking forward to that. But then I'm also really excited to see about the, our teenagers and school and kind of what they are, you know, what their story is going to unfold to be. Um, But now I'm even more interested to find out what's going to happen with this young boy who has just been killed. Um, What is going to happen with that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So definitely a lot of different elements introduced in these first four episodes that has me thinking hmm I think I like this I think I like this a lot and it has a very familiar feel to me and I realize why the director is the same as hometown cha-cha-cha and I can definitely definitely feel it um obviously there are some cast members that are the same um so that is one thing but I am I'm just really, 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 really excited about that feel. Like, I love the feel of Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. Like, I love the way it watched, the way it it looked on screen, and I can see the similarities, and I'm loving that. And you can also tell they kind of focus in, just like in Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha, you cared about, our fictional, you know, little seaside town. But here you have this neighborhood that you're kind of, you know, focusing in on. And I think that's really cool and we get to see that. Um, So super excited. And there's just a lot of cute and fun elements, but there's also this kind of darkness that just came came out of nowhere that I'm really, really now intrigued to see how they follow that up. So yeah, there's a lot going on, but it's not enough to kind of make you feel like there's too much going on. It's just enough. <laughs> it's just enough. Um, if they added any more elements to this story, then it would be a little bit much, but I'm actually, actually really excited to see how all of these different kind of um, s- setups that they've already provided us kind of pan out in the end, but mostly What's going to happen with our relationship with our leads? And what's going to happen with the death of this teenager? What is going to happen with that? And also our leads. I I want to find out more about um, Chiyo and his past. Because I feel like there's something there. And we don't know yet. We don't know. We don't know yet. So just yeah so far so good i would recommend this if you don't mind a feel to hometown cha-cha-cha without the seaside um and then also if you don't mind mothers and their their children and education i feel like that is a very familiar topic in K-drama, so if that's not one that you're bored of yet i think this would be a great one to watch and i'm interested i don't know about the romance yet i can see it i I'm, i'm interested in it but i don't know if it's gonna be a romance that i'm just like falling all over myself for so i'm waiting to see that. But I do like each of the characters individually, so I think I would like them together. But I think I really want to have, I really have to stick around to see how it all is going to play out for them. So either way, I definitely, definitely am enjoying this drama right now. So now that I've gone through my kind of initial thoughts on Crash Course in Romance, I'm going to jump over to Strangers again, or Can We Be Strangers? I think it's the um, uh, literal, you know, literal title. And I want to talk briefly about the first two episodes of this one. So the quick setup, quick setup, because... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, let me just give you a quick setup here. So we have Ohara, played by Kang Sora, who is one of my faves. So happy to see her. She is back. She is back. So Sora is playing um, a divorce lawyer who is really, really good at her job, really great divorce lawyer. She is a divorcee herself, so she has that experience when interacting um, with her cases. And her ex-husband is uh, Koo un bum and he's played by Dong Sung-jo, and he is also a lawyer, and they end up working together again. as colleagues, I mean, so, you know, meeting again and working together as colleagues. And this is not ideal for Hada. She does not want anything to do with this initially. But, um, boom, he act- actually kind of convinces her and, you know, weasels his way into working with her. But the funny thing is just that they are... These to. Okay, that's the quick synopsis. That's all you really need to know about the setup. Let me jump into my, my initial thoughts on this drama. So, the first thing I have to say is that I am so excited to see Soda back. I I love Kang Sora. She has been in some of my faves and some of my not still faves, but every time she's, her performance has been, has been best. The best, right? So, I am excited to see her. That was my first thought. It was like, yes, Sora's here. My second thought was, uh-oh, <laughs> we have another legal drama on our hands, another law drama. And I was a little overwhelmed with them last year, so I wasn't sure I was ready to jump back into another one at the start of so early or so soon um, in this year. And so I was like, ah, am I really going to want to watch this one? But as I have admitted, um, I am really really do enjoy legal and or law dramas and so i'm i'm actually really enjoying that <laughs> even though i'm pretend i was trying to pretend like i wasn't going to now i'm still very much enjoying it and then the next thing i thought about was you know i don't like this this setup of you know exes turn to lovers I, again like i don't i, I don't it's similar to me, uh, friends to lovers. I just prefer actual strangers um, to lovers than this. And so I was like, I don't know if I really wanna do this because I don't like that setup. That's not one of my favorite tropes. It really isn't. And I finally admitted that last year that I don't like that setup. Um, I had to, I had to, I just had to make peace with it. But either way, I start this drama and I'm like, what is happening? Because as soon as I think I am going to be very upset at it because I don't like the idea of ex to lovers again. I rec- recognize that <laughs> in the first episode, our the kind of exes, absolutely, I mean, Hara despises Unboom. Or so it looks like. she The way she treats him is like he is the trash that she took out and that she lit on fire and she you know took the ashes and threw it off a cliff. Like that is literally how she treats him. And it's pretty brutal. (laughs) It's pretty harsh. And I try not to laugh. Like but I also was really enjoying how mean she was to (laughs) him. I don't know if that's good or bad I was really enjoying it um, because I apparently he um, cheated on her or there was infidelity in their marriage and that's why they got a divorce and obviously if she's going to end up getting back together with him I'm pretty sure he didn't really cheat on her and there was some kind of misunderstanding and so it's kind of like oh there's that story again and that's going to annoy me but I Obviously, that's why I think I, I'm getting a kick out of her being really mean to him, because if he cheated on her, or at least she thinks he cheated on her, um, then she has every right to not want him in her life anymore. But the the other thing that kind of hooked me in the first episode was that Unboom, he ends up connecting her or like setting her up with a friend of his like he is trying to get her to marry or be with someone because he's paying her alimony right now and he can't afford it (laughs) and she's not cutting him any slack and so he's like the only way he could you know work around that is if she gets married again. I think as, yeah, I think that's what he says is if she gets married again, then he doesn't have to keep paying alimony. So he, you know, gets this bright idea to set her up with one of his friends. And I was not expecting that. I was like, I don't like when they do this, when they give me someone else. That I want our lead to be with. It's not fair. And it reminded me very much of Love Is for Suckers. Um, and I was like, I don't wanna do that again. Where I love the, you know, the second male lead, and I think that Hada should be with him. However, that's not ever gonna happen. I feel like this would be a great setup. It would be a great setup if they go that route for once. Can we go that route for once? (sighs) But I doubt it. I doubt it. But either way, I am really, really enjoying that setup. I think the fact that he you know, set her up with one of his friends. And then her kind of first dates with this friend are really, really, really cute. (laughs) They look really cute together. Um, It was fun to watch. It really was fun to watch seeing her go on these dates. But by the end of episode two, you can see that she obviously is not completely over her ex-husband, boom. And even though she's in the middle of setting up with this potential future partner, she can barely focus on him. She really can't because she's still you know, focused on Mbom and I and it is what it is. It is what it is. Do I really like that? I don't think I do, but I'm going to stick around. I think I'm going to stick around. Um, Another element of this story that I really, really appreciate is this um, perspective from Hada, you know, from Hada, where she is working actively with these divorce cases as a divorcee herself, and she can sympathize or empathize or relate to some of these cases, and we get to see um, a lot of these cases. And even in the first two episodes, you get to see cases, um, and I. And, as to be expected (laughs) with these law dramas, But I like that we get to, you know, see her go through these different types of divorce cases and, and kind of show us what, you know, qualifies in Korea for a divorce and what doesn't and things like that. So really, really fun and interesting cases already after just two episodes. But I also like that in her process of relating with some of her clients, she is having these moments of self-reflection and having moments to sit and think about hey why am i still so angry <laughs> you know why am i not letting things go why am i not feeling complete happiness after dragging my ex through the mud why why am i not satisfied and i'm loving seeing her having these in the process of working with clients and seeing what they're going through, she's also having moments where it's like, wait a second, do I relate to this? Wait, what is this happening? What do I feel that way too? And I love that. I absolutely love that. It's just another way for this character to kind of bloom and, and also a way for us to explore this character. We get to see her through the lens of these cases. And I really, really appreciate that. So I I mean, that is just my initial thoughts. First two episodes of Strangers Again or Can We Be Strangers. I'm not the biggest fan of X2 Lovers Again. I'm not the biggest fan of you bringing in a second male lead for my lead, Hada. And he seems perfect to me. Why can't she just have him? (laughs) And then you're not going to allow her to have him. I don't like that. I really like the divorce law. I like the legal. Uh, I like the legal aspect. I like the cases. They've been really interesting so far. I love, I love Hara and uh, one of her co-workers um, played by Joe Unji. I can't remember her name, the character's name, but uh, Unji is just amazing. But their chemistry on screen is like so fun to watch. They are hilarious together. So just de- definitely another highlight. So just a great cast all around now that I think about it. It's a very good cast, but I like it. I'm watching it. I think I'm here. I think I'll be watching this. I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pout a lot through it. I know I'm gonna be pouting. I know I'm gonna be a little, you know, huffing and puffing and stumping my feet, but I'm going to watch it. Just like Love is for Suckers. I, I, you know, huffed and puffed all through that drama and I still ended up liking it. So I think the same was going to happen with this one and that's not a problem for me at all. <laughs> Maybe a problem for somebody who's listening to me huff and puff, but not... <laughs> It's not a problem for me. (laughs) But yeah, so that is my initial thoughts on can we be strangers? So now that I've done that and kind of gave you my initial thoughts on both Crash Course and Romance and Strangers Again, I am concluding this to say that I am going to continue to watch both of these dramas. Uh, There's a lot going on in both that I am still excited for and interested in continuing to watch. There is more elements in Strangers Again that I'm not the most excited for than Crash Course in Romance. I feel like there's a lot of in Crash Course Romance that you know, like so not much I dislike. So I'm not having any qualms about continuing to watch that, but Strangers Again there's some elements that I don't like in there, but I don't think it's strong enough for me to kind of completely say I'm not going to continue this. It's only 12 episodes, so I think I, I think it'll be fine. I'll think it'll be Fine. So yeah, definitely we'll be watching both. If I choose to drop one, I will let you know, but I think I'm going to finish these. I think I'm going to finish these. Um, and I'm so excited to see Soda! Kang Soda is back! Kang Soda is back! So excited to see her. So excited. But yeah. So that is it. That's all I have for this episode. So I want to thank you so much for listening. And whether you're listening in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, I hope you have a great Yay. So everyone, it's been real. Lola's off.